field, people will come. And it doesn't happen. You have to look at how you're doing business. Welcome back to White Sox Business with John Greenberg and James Fegan. This is the Athletics Podcast about your favorite Southside baseball team. James, the news has come down. There will be a 2020 season. You got to get off the running path. You got to get back to the ballpark. 60 games split up between the AL Central and the NL Central. James, this is one season where White Sox attendance won't be an annoying, divisive storyline. Because I don't think there's going to be fans there. Not at the beginning and maybe not all season. So White Sox can't get blamed for bad attendance this time. I know you're not anticip- you're not looking forward to this complete lack of access we're going to be dealing with. But are you curious how this is all going to work out? I mean, from health to logistics. And are you looking forward to leaving your apartment? Well, there was a coyote on the running path in the like 11 a.m. this morning. So that was kind of, uh, you know... I, I, I've stared death in the face a little bit, so now I'm ready to cover uh, White Sox baseball. Um, yeah, I, I guess I, I'm extremely curious, uh, more dreading how this is work, working out. I feel like every day we hear a new update about um, positive cases, and that's probably going to be a natural uh, result of all these players traveling across the country and being gathered in one place. You know, we, we talk about baseball being back, and uh, that was probably definitely the tagline of uh, Tuesday night as the news coming out. But there, there's still a month of everybody kind of practicing in close quarters, all the travel that needs to uh, come out, and, and uh, just a lot of logistics need to be established and a new way of operating. These guys touch each other so much all the time uh, during a normal season, and that has to all be trained out of them uh, the, for this to work. And yeah, curiosity be one word for how this is going to play out, but dread a little bit to to hope that like, this is not going to become something embarrassing. That's something we look back a uh, year or two or three now, or hopefully we have a vaccine and things are relatively back to normal. And people are looking at the season as, why did they try to do this? There were so many factors working against them. There were so many things that were not set up yet to keep people safe. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely wondering what kind of uh, stories are going to pop out of the next month because I, I feel like it could go wrong we're still trying to figure out what our access is going to be, or even like, you know, it sounds like there's going to be 30 something reporters let in a game, but we don't know where we're sitting. Really. Is it going to be a press box? Is it going to be, we're not going to be allowed to roam around outside, which I was kind of looking forward to. Um, like I've done for like SIM games when the Cubs are in the playoffs where we can just like sit and sit by home plate and just heckle guys. Um, I'm I'm very curious to see like how we're going to cover this. Have you been stressing about this? Because I know you like to stress. Well, you the first month you're resigned to just calling people and doing random stories about stuff from 15 years ago for reasons unclear, and it's foreign and weird. And now it's uh, it's like all I ever know. Like I I'm looking forward. Once I get done with this, I'm texting some guy who was the bullpen catcher on Team USA with Yasmani Grandal, and then I'm going to text Mike Cameron about getting traded for Paul Canerico 22 years ago. That, that's normal to me now. So going back to it and actually covering a live game, that's going to be weird and strange. Um, yeah, I, I don't see how they can really, given how much they're trying to minimize risk, as much as I want to do my job, as much as I, do, I feel like every like group post-game interview is a little canned and boring and doesn't have real analysis or really meaningful info to pass on to readers, and like uh, you know, pulling guys aside and like uh, talking to assistant coaches and uh, player development people about what's really going on and what really makes people good. I don't know if they're trying to minimize risks, how they'll 
the likelihood of them uh, exposing that risk to me so I can uh, dig deeper into story like I normally do, it's, I have so much skepticism about it happening this year. So I wonder how much it's just going to be canned analysis and not really great insight on how what makes the team tick and how it's going. And also just how much transparency we're really good at going to get about how strict they're being about enforcing this and whether or not guys are getting sick. I have a lot of doubt and skepticism and, you know, yeah, you, you've now worked me up for, I'm worried about how this is going to go forward and how we're going to really be effective. So, so great. Let's play baseball. How about we get you a branded RV and we'll put White Sox business on the side. And that way you can like travel around when they play these 30 road games and, you know, and, you know, publicize the podcast. The like 12 blocks I have to drive to return my U-Haul van when I uh, move is like the most anxious uh, 15 minutes of my life. And now you want me to drive in a double wide RV uh, across state lines. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. It, it, it fits the uh, the anxious nature of our times. Right. I think that would give a real tension to your work. <laughs> yeah, we could we could switch stream me driving and I'm just screaming the entire time. You know, you made a good point on the guys, on players, touching each other and stuff like that. I Last week, you know, I, I did this feature story on a Chicago travel team, and they were told, you know, to use elbows, to bump, and do all this other stuff. Guess what? They didn't listen to any of that. Uh, these guys fist bumped after every play. I mean, they weren't, like, hugging each other, but they were sitting pretty close together in the dugout. I have, you know, ma- these are major leaguers, and you're a little more responsible than, than 17 and 18-year-olds, but... I have serious doubts on uh, on how this is gonna how that part's gonna play out. I think the 2018 or 2019 team uh, White Sox spring training they had, like invited something absurd like 80 guys to like a uh, big league camp and they had them all in the dugout for like the first spring game and they would just they had like this line of high fives they would do every time someone's taken out which is of course happening constantly uh, during uh, the first spring game. There's probably like thousands of high fives that occurred in a single spring training game during, during that group. And they're, they're so used to being in tight quarters with each other. They've, they've ridden in crappy buses with each other. The, the, the old Canapolis Intimidators uh, clubhouse are two glorified like shipping containers like welded up, up to each other with like temporary like hallways. Uh, it reminds me of like the first scene of season two of The Wire. Um <laughs> <laughs> so like the the idea of like making all these people who are so used to just not having personal boundaries and are used to having reporters just walk up on them when they're coming out of the shower all of a sudden be very distant and, and avoiding each other especially in a game where they're constantly like spitting and, and being close to each other and whispering to each other um it, it it seems like the worst possible environment to try to install this and have this happen but uh there's billions of dollars at stake so they're gonna try all right uh I guess that's it. I think we have enough to worry about right now. Hopefully we'll we'll see July 1st. They report, and I expect you um, in the parking lot on uh, the night before, maybe sleeping there, waiting for that first player to uh, report to the spring training part two. Can't, literally cannot wait. See, people think you're, you're joking, but I know how much you love covering baseball. So I know you can wait. You can't wait for, for real. Uh, cause I know no matter how skeptical you are, you're excited about this. So we'll talk about this again later. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been another great episode of White Sox business. Please make sure to download the podcast, give it a high rating, do whatever you can because White Sox business is back. Yeah.